The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, I'm here Pastor Billy Han Jr. And I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We'd like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kali for 99 years, and a prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating the 69th anniversary of our Maui Branch Church, located at 1211 Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. 
We pray the Lord will bless the service and all the saints and friends in attendance of this wonderful and joyous occasion. To start off today's telecast, the church choir under the direction of Emilia Hahn will perform the beautiful song entitled, Sometimes He Whispers. They will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. When you have one of those days that draws you to your knees, just remember that the Lord is only a prayer away. Prayer is the strength of the gospel that moves the mighty hand of God that moves the whole world. Let the Lord have His way in your daily life and listen to the still, small voice of the Lord and Savior. For with the Lord on our side, there is only victory ahead. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen. church band under the direction of yours truly will play the song entitled Jesus is Calling. To our viewers out there, Jesus is knocking at the door to your heart, 
Will you let him in and accept him as your personal Savior, Master and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice.
Sherlina Bing will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the spirit-inspiring song in the garden. Doing her background music will be Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marlon Bing on the bass, and Trusty Associate Pastor Evans Procene and Mason Sonsine on the guitars. We praise and thank the Lord that He is our same God yesterday and today and forever. The Lord is with us through the storms of life and through all the bountiful blessings of life. He is our protector and comforter that is always by our side. To God be the glory for the great things He has done.
The church choir will now perform the song titled Heaven Came Down. They will be accompanied by Teari Summers on the piano and Rose Bakukaro on the organ. Our walk with the Lord brings many tests, trials, and persecutions. But we praise and thank the Lord that He is only a prayer way to turn all of our burdens and cares into glorious victories. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in Him, we can be amazed when heaven comes down and glory fills our soul.
We are blessed to have trusty associate pastor Vince Prozina perform a solo on the guitar entitled Down From His Glory. He will be accompanied by your student on the piano. Our Lord and Savior came down from His glory to seek and to save that which was lost by dying on the cross of Calvary, shedding His blood so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. He rose from the dead, conquering death, hell, and the grave. He is our mighty God and everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. of Judah will now blend their voices to the uplifting song entitled The Hallelujah Side. They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. We lift up our hands to him with praise and thanksgiving and say hallelujah for another day. We sing with all our hearts to our mighty God with glories and hallelujahs to his holy name. 
We are so thankful that we worship the true and living God, that we let the hallelujahs flow freely from our tongues with honor and praise to the Lord. Yes, saints and friends, with Jesus walking by our side, we are always living on the hallelujah side. At this time, it is a great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear and faithful sister in Christ, who is none other than Associate Trustee Bobbylyn Eugenio. She can be found putting her shoulders to the gospel wheel in all facets of the gospel work. She has a quiet and pleasant spirit and is a rare gem in the Lord's work. For who can find a virtuous woman whose price is far above rubies? Jesus is smiling down upon you today for all you do for him. May you be richly blessed, pressed down and overflowing in this life as well as that to come. We pray that you will have a wonderful and blessed Sunday.
greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Hondo, and I'd like to repeat our television time, station, locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, and from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanero Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tin Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waasano Sr. in Kaloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. We born-again Christians believe that God's promises are yea and amen. Therefore, His promise to return in clouds of glory for His own is not a question of if He's returning, but rather when is He coming back to translate us to our journey's end of eternal life in God's kingdom. Therefore, I sincerely ask the Lord that the message I have entitled, Ready Yourself, will cause you to seize the moment to accept Jesus as your Savior. In fact, I implore of you, don't let today become one of missed opportunity. It certainly would be an irreversible and distrustful faith for anyone to hear the Lord say at judgment, I know you not. Don't enter into my rest. Therefore, may today's sermon encourage you to take matters into your own hands, if you haven't already done so, and work on your salvation immediately. 
Jesus is returning to this earth to judge men and nations. Read in Matthew 24, 32 to 34, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye when ye shall see all of these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. In these closing days of time, the signs around us and in the air point to the next greatest event that will occur on this earth, the second coming of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory to catch away his waiting bride for his supernal mansion. Yes, there will be an invasion from heaven. Never in the history of the world has there been a time as thought-provoking, exciting, and challenging as the time in which we live. Yes, we are in the now generation. As we move through the 21st century, His return is becoming apparent more than ever before. The Holy Ghost, that is God's Spirit, continues to grow and thrive amongst the believers. Thusly, the 90s have become one of the most interesting and prosperous periods of our time. Over the years and months that have passed by, God has shown mankind His omnipotence through signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Ghost and has fulfilled promises. Other aspects of His promises, such as the resurrection of the dead in Christ and the translation of the living saints, are eminent events which are nigh at hand. Today, as we look about us, we see pessimism on every side. The Bible is the only book in the world which predicts the future flawlessly. Thus, the Bible is more advanced than tomorrow's newspaper. The Bible accurately foretells the future, and the Word of God says that the apex of all things shall be the return of Christ to this earth. No man knows the time of His coming. Many have thought that it quite possible that Jesus could have come in the 90s or the 20s or soon after. The generation of the budding of the fig tree, which Jesus spoke of in the verses and that we read in Matthew, came to a close in the 90s. Yes, Israel's promise is being fulfilled. Israel became a state in 1948, and a generation of 40 years has ended at the close of 1988. Yes, time's clock is striking the hour, and equally significant, time has run out. Never since the world began has time been so precious. Days, nights, hours, and minutes go by like shadows on the grass. The sands in God's great hourglass run low warning all. Today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear His voice. Tomorrow might be too late. All the world will ever realize is that we are indeed living in serious times. In recent years, an incredible number of lives have been lost in catastrophes. We have witnessed corruption in government, business, and the Christian realm as well. Such instances cause people of the world to look and hope for better days ahead. Yes, darkness covers the face of the earth as well as the hearts of men. But however dark it may be, God's promise stands sure. Let us read in 2 Peter 1.19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn, and the day star arise in your hearts. The scriptures warn us of the last days. The days will end with a great number living in unbelief, increasing worldliness and imperilment. However, through faith, a new day is promised. A new day will dawn, and all the shadows shall flee. The question is, will you be ready when the morning star heralds the dawn of that resurrection morn? In times of great stress and strain, it is of utmost importance to affix your eyes on the Lord, who is that bright and morning star. When Jesus returns for His saints, He will not alight upon this earth. The meeting place will be in the air. And what a meeting that it's going to be. Telecast viewers, are you looking for that meeting? Then prepare yourself now. You might say to yourself, well, I have already committed myself to Christ. What is there yet to do? 
The words you may have just spoken are so similar to the thousands of people who, after seeing and hearing the doctrine which Jesus preached, asked, what must I do to be saved? In the Bible, we find a prominent person who, as you thought, had done the right thing to be saved. The man's name was Nicodemus, a Pharisee, who came to Jesus by night with his own light to ask how he might ready and assure himself of the promise of eternal life. Jesus answered in John 3, 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Reading verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water is to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. In spite of what traditional theology says, or even what your family, friends, neighbors, pastors, or priests may say, according to God's word, water baptism is essential to salvation. Peter, in the days subsequent to Pentecost, proclaimed amidst a blasphemous and God-defying crowd those words found in Acts 5.29. We ought to be God rather than men. We also read in 1 Peter 3.21, the like figure where even unbaptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The key to the whole matter of salvation is found in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Perhaps for you, TV viewers, a very decisive moment now exists and burdens your heart this morning. You have been exposed to the truth of the whole matter and have found yourself in want. I ask you this, did the apostles have the authority to change God's word? I think not. Therefore, what is said in Romans 10, 9-13 has the identical intent as Acts 2.38 and John 3.5. The scriptures say to call upon his name. Throughout the Bible, you will find that phrase, whether it be in prayer, healing, and most importantly, in salvation. Therefore, if you have been baptized by immersion, according to Matthew 28, 19, or have defied the need to be baptized and say you love the Lord, I'm sorry to say you have yet to find His righteousness and true holiness. You might ask in response, why is the name of Jesus so important? And my answer to you is, why not the name? It's a name above all names, and it is the name of God. Jesus instructed and admonished Thomas and Philip, who in their doubt voiced, show us the Father, and it sufficed us. Jesus replied in John 14, 11, believe me that I am the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Yes, the true definition of faith is being obedient and keeping his every commandment. Read in Mark 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Elijah spoke in 1 Kings 18, 21. How long hold ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. We can argue with God's word. And in order to have an understanding, we must first believe. Thusly, one must acknowledge that God is in the flesh, in the person of Jesus Christ, because there is but one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, thereby nullifying the traditional Trinity concept, because there is just the person, Jesus Christ. His wonderful name removes one sin as far as the East is from the West, and He will remember them no more. At the Apostolic Faith Church, we believe in the manifestations of God in this world, 
That is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. However, we believe these three are one. As clearly stated in 1 John 5, 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. To be born of the Spirit to speak in tongues is found in Acts 2, 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, about 100, 120 of them, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speaking in tongues, according to the Bible, is the only way to verify one has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot be received in any other way, and neither is proven just by one's works or one's nature. Peter, Paul, Philip, Cornelius, and his household of the Book of Acts all spoke in tongues thus. Why should not the latter-day believers in Christ also speak in that heavenly language? Let us read in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. In other words, outside the name of Jesus, one cannot be saved. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. God has made provisions for those who will believe and trust, him, trust in Him until the day dawn, when He will finish and complete the full work of salvation by receiving us into glory. While time lasts, our Lord holds back the clouds of disaster from engulfing the entire world. Why does He do this? It is because of praying Christians who plead daily through prayers for this lost, dying, sinkers, and devil-may-care world. Thus, each day that dawn is one more day in which to win precious souls for Christ. Soon time will be no more. Today, many find no time for God. The meaning of the Sabbath has been lost in our secular society. Presumption has set in. Time is spent at picnics, socials, entertainment, careers, shopping, and so forth, and there is no time left for the Lord. Even Sundays have been taken over by sporting events and entertainment, and relaxation has replaced worship. Let's read in Luke 12, 19. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. We are living in the last days, which cover the period of time from Paul's day right on up until the immediate days preceding the Lord Jesus' return. If we don't find or make time now for the Lord, will He find time for us when we need Him the most? We are living in a time of uncertainties, wars, distresses, and perplexities. Therefore, our foremost attention should be focused on the Lord and serving Him only. We read in Luke 21, verses 25 to 28, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts feeding them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Jesus is coming. That is the trumpet call sounding all over the world today. Every day brings this glorious event nearer. The current civilization appears to be crumbling. Men everywhere are puzzled 
knowing not which way to turn. But amidst it all, the promise of the Lord remains, I will come again. On this accord, the body of Christ should continue to live by the Spirit of the Lord, walking in wisdom, redeeming the time. Let's consider some of the signs of His coming. They include false messiahs, deceiving many and leading them astray. One of the creatures rising in the last days is the name false prophet. He is a monstrous blob of corruption, covered with snakes and so forth, writhing every which way. His mouth has many forked tongues as a result of his starvation. He devours many souls. Powerful cults have risen in the past hundred years, and some of those which have survived are experiencing tremendous growth. Their doctrines deceive the very elect. Reading Matthew 24, 23, 24. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. The tragedy of it all is that many are preaching only a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 11, 13 to 15, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Satan can and often does disguise himself in this way. He is a deceiver and was from the beginning. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness whose end shall be according to their works. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 11 to 12, it reads, And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. These verses tell us those, that those who are living in this present age, who have willfully rejected Jesus Christ up to the time of the rapture, will not turn to the Lord Jesus during the period of the coming tribulation, nor before he comes to power. Many true born-again believers will fall away from the faith that was once delivered to the saints, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. Not only will there be a great revival of interest in the supernatural, but in addition, there will be a tremendous outpouring of God's Holy Spirit as well. I'm sure you have recognized the attention given to the New Age religion or Satanic cults channeling with spirits and becoming more evident as well as more acceptable. Yes, when man had to make a critical decision, instead of choosing Jesus, he chose Barabbas. A significant sign of his coming will involve the church itself. Apostasy and the powerlessness of the organized church will be characterized by lukewarmness. Presently, Many evangelists and renowned men of the Christian realm attempt to bring the denominations and doctrines under one umbrella in an attempt to form that one church. They have got forgotten that the true church was already formed by the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. It will take a revival by the Holy Ghost to bring that many buried body to that oneness in Christ Jesus, that there might be again one fold and one shepherd. Another sign will be a famine, but not of water or food, but of hearing the true word of God. Many are in danger of becoming false prophets and false teachers. They are ever seeking, but never knowing the truth. We read in Amos 8, 11 to 12, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, 
that I will send a famine in the land, not of famine of bread, nor a thirst of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro and to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. The days are upon us when men won't be able to endure sound doctrine because it will not conform to their ideas or lifestyle. Eventually, as they remain unrepentant, they will lead the whole world into the battle of Armageddon. And their final destination is an eternal habitation in the lake of fire. Another creature is the phenomenal rise of lawlessness. This by far is the most dangerous of the world's forces today. We are living in a day when the Ten Commandments have been tossed aside and ignored. Adultery is common practice and divorce is the accepted thing. One of four marriages in any broken commandment. The business world is plagued by two-facedness. Governments are laced with corruption and bribery. We have learned of those in positions of trust who have abused their authority to satisfy their own lusts and have taken advantage of or abused their seeking their help. Let us read in 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despised of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Today, we find many Christians who were once strict disciplinarians in their own spiritual lives and conduct, now loose and compromised. They have taken the attitude, be a Christian, but not a narrow one. Stay in Egypt and compromise with the world. Beware. When men everywhere become slaves to their own bodies, obeying the lust thereof, whether it be bond or free, poor or rich, stand alert. As it was in the days of Lot at Sodom and Gomorrah, so shall it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. Listen to Revelations 1-7. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. He who testified these things said, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the Church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. The church band will close today's telecast with the song, Wait and Murmur Not.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.